Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Players to take less if they want great teams. I just want one standard that forces us to do that across the board for every great player that's out there. Or to just stop the competition. Devo hard to the 10, draws the foul, and he's going to the line. Hogs down two with nine minutes to play. Anthony Black into the front court. They set a screen, double screen, top of the key. They free Walsh, pick and pop, three-pointer good! Walsh with a trade. The Hawks are up by one. Norm Roberts wants a timeout on the other end. Jordan Walsh knocked down the three, and the Razorbacks have battled back to take a one-point lead. Davis into the front court. Dribbles at the top of the circle. Johnson sets a screen. Debo going to try to get to the rim on the move off the glass and in. Shot clock at 10. Try to isolate. Council left elbow jumper good. Ricky with the basket. Hogs within two. Council dribbles right side. Crosses Adams over. Gets to the low block. Turnaround jumper's good from Ricky. Council took matters into his own hands. Ties the game. Council's free throws good. Arkansas by three. Shot clock's off. One more for the Big 12 player of the year. He banked it in. He didn't mean to. He banked it in. Arkansas throws it into Kamani, back to black. Vegas, baby! Vegas, baby! Hogs are going to the Sweet 16! Hogs are going to the Sweet 16! Vegas, baby! The Razorbacks, for the third straight year, are headed to the Sweet 16! Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds with John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Two hours down, one hour to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon has been a great Trigger Tuesday, and we are getting ready for Arkansas and UConn in the Sweet 16 coming up Thursday. And we find out to Vegas tonight. A lot of Razorback fans are going to be making the trip, too. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome to see uh, all the hog calls going on there in the Sin City. And uh, the excitement has definitely arrived after what was a weird regular season of beating Kansas, a number one seed. Amazing how the confidence comes back for so many people. But, hey, it's not just about Arkansas. Sweet 16, 16 teams left. It's some really intriguing matchups, and we're going to talk more about that as we go to the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. And welcome in Bobby Regan of Barstool Sports. As always, Bobby, appreciate you joining us, man. How you doing? Uh, well, I've been, I've been better. How about you? <laughs> well, we've been worse, so uh, it's it's going pretty well. And let's just start there, man. I know you're a Kentucky guy. I know you. I saw your frustrations that you had uh, on on Twitter and everything with the way that the Wildcats season ended. But uh, just uh, what what'd you make of that game? And also, uh, where where the where does Kentucky go forward from here? I mean, we're currently in like a Kentucky Civil War. At least I am, because uh, you apparently you can't criticize players for a loss anymore and that's kind of where I think that sums up Kentucky as like a whole from a fan base standpoint more than anything else right now uh, like let's be honest the the loss to Kansas State fell squarely on and, and Sam is I, I like a lot had a great rant on, on this on his podcast too the loss fell on the players right and Tony Reeves and Jacob Toppin combined for 2 for 22 from the field and Reeves who's been awesome for the majority of the year is a wide open shot I mean, if he if he, they play average, Kentucky probably wins that game by like eight. But the reason that they're sixteen and the reason that the season is viewed as a failure falls on Calipari from a, a roster construction standpoint. You need more depth at, depth at shooting, and yeah, something that was a little unlucky with CJ Frederick and her, but it's still not enough shooting. Um, you, you need a true stretch forward. Just look at the teams that advance: it's great guard and and versatile play, and it's just like. Kentucky fans are so set in their ways now of just blaming Calipari, blaming Calipari. There's no game plan. Uh, Kentucky blitzed ball screens for the first time in years. So what do you mean there's no game plan? They clearly did something different. The defense was fine. You know, late in the second half, Noel just couldn't mess credit to him. Like they hit shots, him and Johnson hit shots. But 
the Kentucky fan base is firmly in a civil war where you're either there's no middle line anymore. You can't say what I say and, and be taken as rational. You're either anti Calipari or you're heels in on Calipari. So it's it's not great. <laughs> That's kind of where I am in terms of Kentucky. Also, um, Kentucky, you know, they're at the point of the season where they're looking towards next year, and then with the recruiting class that's coming in, how do you feel about what's going to happen moving forward? Yeah, I mean, I love the fact that Cal's back at his roots of landing a – and I know people say, they were, you know, the, the class coming in as a whole is, is down on talent-wise versus, you know, generations past, but he's back to his roots of getting five of the top 40 recruits. And that's what's made Calipari Calipari is of having these players. And, and Casey Wallace showed it against Kansas State. He needs a guard that can take over a game. And and for the first time since probably Shea just Alexander, Kentucky had that in in um, in, in Casey Wallace when healthy. So you get that with DJ Wagner and some of the other guys. But it, it's going to come down to Calipari adapting. And you can't play too big. You can't have, and, and again, credit to Vecini, he put it perfectly. Oscar can, is a guy that wins you 20 regular season games. You can't win a title with, with Oscar Sheebley. And, and that's what Calipari has to get away from is bigs who can't defend and aren't versatile and you have to play through them on offense. It, and so I'm, I'm skeptical heading into next year just because it's been, you know, two years of failures truly. And, and you know, I can put an asterisk next to the COVID year because of how many, you know, weird things happen and, and things of that nature. But it, it comes... He needs to make a run to that point where, you know, he spoiled Kentucky fans the first, what, six years of his career where it was Final Fours every year and everything like that. He, he's got to get back, and, and that's ridiculous for him, but he's got to get back at least close to that. All right, well, enough about uh, teams that are not in the Sweet 16. Bobby, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, let's talk about teams that are in the Sweet 16. And I know uh, you were texting me after Arkansas was able to upset Kansas. And, uh, you know, I'll admit, man, it was you, – you know, we've talked about Arkansas a lot. They've been a weird team, up-and-down team, yeah. dumb team at times, smart team at times, like just all over the place. But for them to go out and come down from behind 12 points against the defending champs in Kansas and find a way to win at the end of the game, uh, they got a long road in front of them in a tough matchup against UConn. But, man, that was – I think that was not expected. And uh, it just shows that, man, Arkansas going to the third straight seat, 16 with Musk. Whatever it was, they figured it out against Kansas. Yeah, right. That kind of shows like how like uh, how, how weird that state tournament could be. It, that win kind of saves Arkansas' season, right? Like if you lose in the round of thirty-two, you sit there and go, okay, like what are we going to be next year again now? Uh, and, and you know, how do we get back to the second weekend? But it's now three three years in a row of, of Musk doing it. And yeah, like they they probably are in one of the two toughest regions what's left, arguably the toughest, but. They figured it out, and, and me and have talked about it. I talked about it at length off air in, in terms of what I thought of, of Arkansas losing Cherry uh, on Brazil. And and the difficult of that was even more than Nick Smith and everything else, but the, the growth of, like, a, 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 a Kamani Johnson and, and the versatility Arkansas has, and then you get Nick Smith back, and, you you know, him and Black are obviously NBA towns, Jordan Walsh. You bring him off the bench, he's kind of like the perfect freshman guy in that situation. And then, obviously, Steven Davis and Ricky Council. But they did – it's not like they did everything right. They just did enough to hang in, hang in, hang in against Kansas and then took the opportunity when Kansas missed free throws and the door was open. And that's what it comes down to. And, and it doesn't matter how you win. Arkansas found a way to win. It was – it was a weird game. Obviously, no Bill Self, and and Dewan Harris t- tweaks his ankle, but it, it doesn't matter in the NCAA tournament. Bama and Houston are the remaining one seeds, but as far as the teams in the Sweet 16, that next tier, where, where would you put uh, certain teams that are left? What's that next tier behind Bama and Houston? So you feel like in that tier with them. Um, and I know that, that they're banged up, but they are in that tier with them. They have the I love that UCLA team. I absolutely love that UCLA team. They have Final Four experience. They have senior experience. They have Amari Bailey, who's NBA talent. They can defend. They can shoot. I, I'm all in on the UCLA team. Texas would be kind of the next tier by themselves, I would say, in terms of I, you could talk me into them as tier one, so I'll put them kind of tier two by themselves. 
or if you want to call them 1B by themselves. And then I think it's bunched up. I think, you know, you look at Gonzaga, UConn, um, I mean, Miami and Xavier, those offenses are just so elite. And then, I mean, Arkansas, it's not like they're far off, right? Like, it's not a huge jump from Tier 3 to Tier 4 if you want to do it that way. And if Arkansas can, they have the NBA talent, which matters. Like, NBA, people kind of overvalue it, or undervalue it, but NBA talent matters in March, and and Arkansas has two really, really high NBA talent players. So it's weird. In terms of Arkansas specifically, I would, if they were in a different region, I'd probably be looking at them a lot more than I am now in terms of a, not a good chance, but like a realistic chance to get out and, and make a Final Four. Well, looking at their matchup against UConn, because I, I think that there's no doubt that if you're looking at all the, the four teams in the, in the regions that they're in, uh, Arkansas is definitely part of the, the gauntlet, uh, one of the toughest, if not yeah. the toughest one there, too. So just looking at UConn, though, uh, what do you make of that matchup? Because from what I've seen, from what I've read, from everything, UConn is a really good team, really talented team, and it could be one of those games that Arkansas has to play one of their best games to, to be able to get out of there. Yeah, it'll be interesting, right? Because UConn has the, the double-headed big guy in Sonogo and, and Klingon. They're both monsters. They're both legit size doing And there's even debate of who's better. And, and that kind of just shows the talent that UConn has to match Arkansas' talent, obviously, and that's just from a, a big man position. Um, but it comes down to if, if UConn gets a good Andre Jackson, there is a reason they're the number one team in the country. And that's hard to shake. You know, when you look back at it, and yeah, it's a long season, and yeah, they're a four seed, but there was a stretch in what, November into December, I want to say, it lasted of, of everyone going, no, UConn's the best team in the country. So it, it's going to be a tough matchup. I love the coaching matchup. I want cameras on Hurley and Muff the entire game. Like I, I want, those are two lunatics, and I and I mean that in the most sincere, loving way possible. I want cameras on those two the entire game. Um, they could fight each other. They could be shirtless at one point. I don't know, but I want cameras on it. But I, I, I do think it's a tough matchup for Arkansas because UConn can beat you inside. They do have good enough wing play to match Arkansas. But again, like Arkansas can kind of spread them out, and and it comes down for Arkansas and. I mean, you guys know it better better than me and better than most people. Arkansas needs to hit shots. They almost shot themselves out of the game against Kansas. There was that stretch where Kansas stagged, let Arkansas shoot, and I think Arkansas was what, like nine or nineteen percent from three at one point. If you're that against UConn, you start getting a little nervous at times. It's tickling down, and it's a close game. What are some of the advantages you see that Arkansas could possibly exploit with his UConn team? So I think Anthony Black. If, if Anthony Black said 100% and you're getting the, the, the NBA lottery pick version of, of Anthony Black, but that point guard matchup, he, he's that. And we say it all the time. It, it is to the point where it's cliche but true. Guards win in March. And you have an NBA guard. And he has size difference. And you do have that versatility it, and that Arkansas has where – I swear everybody on Arkansas is the same height. Like they, they, they're all the same across the board, and that's great for switching and, and matchups and causing mismatches in terms of attacking off the, off the dribble too. So Anthony Black to me is is the biggest X factor for Arkansas in this specific. Well, you brought up the coaches too, as far as uh, what we've seen from Hurley and also Muss. Do you give the nod to either coach as far as who do you like in the matchup on that, or is it pretty dead even for them? So weirdly, I would I would say Musk has a slight advantage. If this was the second game, I would say without a doubt, I think Musk has the advantage because he's been in this situation way more than Hurley has. In terms of, you know, you went on, on Thursday, you're playing on Saturday. You have one and a half days of prep in a tournament setting. You're winning in advance. Hurley hasn't really done this, right? Like he's, you know, at Rhode Island, he, he didn't make it. This is the furthest he's made it. He, he's finally out of the first weekend. And you know, I want to put stock in that, but then also recently we've seen Tony Bennett win, we've seen uh, Drew win, so it's, you know, we saw Hubert Davis obviously get to a final last year, but if I, I lean very slightly Musk because game one, if this was game two of the weekend, I would probably lean even harder into Musk. Looking at the other game in West Bracket, Gonzaga, UCLA, you express how you feel about UCLA. Uh, Gonzaga seems to be pl- 
flying under the radar a bit this yeah. year. What are some of the other teams you think may be a bit under the radar? So, honestly, I think Gonzaga's flying under the radar. Um, I think Miami and Xavier are a little bit just because of their defenses being subpar, but they can score with anyone. And if you get hot, I mean, we saw what Xavier did the pit. They just jumped on them early. I know it's pit, but it's still a second-round tournament game. If, if they're shooting the ball like that and, and Kunkel's hitting four threes in the first half or five threes in the first half, I don't care how good your defense is, you better start scoring with them. Um, it's it's a weird it's weird looking at it this year where I think outside of I want to say outside of UCLA, UConn, and Houston, all the top fifteen defense or is it all the all, all the offenses are out? So Xavier and Miami have advantage there, but from a defensive standpoint, you know it's I, I think I really think Gonzaga's fine under the radar. I think Xavier might be there too. And also uh, looking at some teams too that you know, I hate to even call them a surprise because they were a four seed. But Tennessee, man, I, I thought that Tennessee would uh, struggle against Louisiana, which they did a little bit. But then when they played Duke, I was like, oh yeah, Duke Duke will take care of them. They can't can't play offense or get a defense, miss one of their best players. But yet here they are in the Sweet Sixteen, and first time in a long time that Rick Barnes has been able to do it, and they're going up against Florida Atlantic. Do you think that uh, Tennessee can advance into the Elite Eight uh, with this squad and with this team and? Or what do you think FAU is just a team that maybe not enough people are talking about that has been playing really well? So I think it's a little bit of both. Tennessee's definitely taking advantage of the draw, right? Like they did a Louisiana team that they did struggle with, but they matched up well with. Then they played a Duke team, and while everyone loved Duke, they were kind of the as weird as it is to say the darlings of people picking them. Their offense is, is atrocious. I mean, it is atrocious, and that helps Tennessee, whose offense is also atrocious. Florida Atlantic has awesome guard play. They have a seven-footer. They can spread you out, and they're decent defense. So, you know, I think it's going to be way close to a pick than, than most people are probably giving credit for. But, you know, Florida Atlantic is a mid-major nine seed for a bit of a reason. And Tennessee was and is a 10-pound top 10 team, like, all year for a reason. So they, they do have the right draw. It's just what happens now when you have to adjust and, and, and all this week it's going to be oh can Rick Barnes finally do, can Rick Barnes finally take Tennessee there Tennessee never made a Final Four I think they made one Elite Eight in their entire program history that I mean yes it's, it's you have to go team by team and, and, and kind of cancel out but you're still talking about college kids and, and, and human beings hearing that chatter likely from their own fan base too for four days and meanwhile, Florida Atlantic can just play freely. They've already won. They, they've made a Sweet 16 when people probably didn't think they should be here. Yeah, they beat a 16 seed, but they're here. I, I think that's way close. I, I'm not going to be shocked in the fitness that Florida Atlantic wins that game. Next up for 15 seed, Princeton is Creighton. What do you think of the run they've been on, and what do you think of their chances of coming away with another win versus Creighton? Yeah, it's crazy how 15 teams in the Sweet 16 is like the fourth biggest story of the tournament, I feel like. Um, it pains me to say it because I was down on Creighton. I looked right. And Creighton could easily make a Final Four, and now I won't be surprised. Creighton should blow Princeton out, out, out the door. I mean, Princeton, it's a great story. They had great matchups. They, they, they beat the doors off Missouri. But Creighton, with that, their guard play that offense, Hawk Brenner, he's the biggest defensive player of the year. It just feels like at some point talent's going to win out. I think that happens here. I, I, I honestly think Creighton wins this game by like 15. Yeah, I would like to see uh, Princeton continue on with the run too. But man, it's just yeah, it's it's hard to hard to to bank on them at this point in time. But uh, as far as uh, just overall the the games in the first two rounds and and everything, uh, what would you say has been maybe the biggest surprise? I know 16 seed beating Purdue is always a surprise, and in, in, in that case, but. Uh, has there been a game, moment, team? What's just been the things that have been most surprising to you? I think it's obviously fairly Dickinson because it's the second time it ever happened. And, you know, and, and there shouldn't even be in the tournament, that whole story. Um, so if we take that out, I would say, I don't know if it's a surprise, but it just feels like there's a true shift in conference basketball, right? Like the ACC has, what, one team in the Sweet 16 in Miami. Big Ten has 
one team in the SEC, in these two sixteen in, in Michigan State. So in the Big Ten, you know, it, it feels like it's truly the top three of the SEC, the Big East, and the Big Twelve. And I think that's the biggest story outside of Fairleigh Dickinson, obviously, is is there a power shift in college basketball? The Big Ten, and I know they haven't won a title in, in 23 years, but they were continually sending teams to the Final Four and to title games. It's not like they were always losing in the round 32. But this year kind of feels like a power shift, uh, a clear top three, and, and the tournament's playing out that way. For what you get out of here, Bobby, I'm flying out to Vegas tonight, uh, obviously, to, to check out the Sweet 16 and hopefully uh, the Elite Eight as well. But uh, I've never been to Vegas before, man, so I need some pointers. What, what's something I have to do? The one thing I have to do while I'm out in Vegas that I can actually not do and not get in trouble for? Oh, God. Oh, that eliminates a lot. Um, that's a good question, man. I haven't been to Vegas in, like, five years. I think you really just got to – and I used to go for this week. I used to go for the Sweet 16 Elite Eight and back today. When Arkansas, the day Arkansas doesn't play, just find a sports book, get there early, get a seat, because there's nothing like watching a game in Vegas. With, and, and there have been crazy beats both ways. And the people watching, I'll never forget, I was there when, when Arizona beat Duke in the Sweet 16 back in uh, the Kyrie year. And they were not in the right state of mind Arizona fans the next morning watching a replay of Sports Center thinking the game fly. And that memory will stick in my mind forever because the joy of watching your team win is, is better than anything else this time of year. I know there'll be a lot of Razorback fans that are there and they're hoping that their team I'm will sure win. I'm sure there will be. So, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of calling the hogs. I'm oh, sure yeah. oh, yeah. And that'll be only like the 80th weirdest thing that probably people will hear while they're I'm out sure. there. That's for sure. So, Bobby, we appreciate it, man. Enjoy the rest of March Madness, all right? All right. Have a good one, guys. As Bobby Reed of Barstool Sports joining us on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. We'll take a break and come back more out of bounds. Stay with us. Our care is a system of medical providers dedicated to bringing you the highest quality of health care. Our care, so you can live your story. Center. Last night in the NBA, the Grizzlies beat the Mavericks 112-108 behind Jaron Jackson Jr.'s 28 points. The Grizzlies hold a narrow lead for the second seed in the West as they are just one game ahead of the Kings with 10 games to go. Their next game is tomorrow against the Rockets. Elsewhere, the Timberwolves beat the Knicks despite Julius Randle erupting for 57 points on 8 of 14 from 3. For Minnesota, Torian Prince had 35 points on 8 of 8 from 3. He's just the seventh player in league history to shoot 8 of 8 or better from 3. And Arkansas baseball will get back to action today as they host Southeast Missouri State at 3 o'clock. Arkansas is expected to start freshman Ben Bybee, who is 1-0 with a 2.35 ERA, while SEMO will start Eddie White, who is 0-1 with a 4.15 ERA. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. The Tracker and Mercury Open House Sale. Today through Monday at Bradford Marine and ATV at all six statewide locations. Save on Sun Tracker Sportfish 20. Great for fishing and cruising. With 90 horsepower Mercury outboard and get a $500 Bass Pro gift card. Or get the Bass Tracker Pro Team 175 TXW with 60 horsepower Mercury with trailer and $1,000 Bass Pro gift card starting at $23,995. Hurry in to the Open House Sale today through March 31st at all Bradford Marine and ATV statewide locations. Your authorized Tracker dealer. I like to be active, and as you get older, I know it because I am older. You're more prone to injury, and I could not get rid of the pain. QC Kinetics patient Diane Richardson talking about how a hiking injury left her in awful pain. No one wants to live in pain. I certainly don't want to live in pain. I don't have time for pain. Diane had heard about regenerative medicine, so she called QC Kinetics and started treatment right away, and the results were incredible. I couldn't believe it. I honestly was skeptical, but the pain went from a 10 to a 0. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in using natural biologics healing properties from your own body to restore and repair damaged joint tissue. There's no surgery, no drugs, and no downtime. The result was phenomenal. I mean, I was not feeling any pain. I'm able to do everything that I want to do. If you have pain from arthritis or injury, this may be the solution you're looking for. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. It was a game changer. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. No one likes to see blue lights in their rearview mirror, but pulling over promptly and safely is the only smart option. 
Did you know that if you don't pull over for law enforcement, you could be charged with a Class B felony? That means up to 20 years in prison, $15,000 in fines, and the loss of your driver's license and vehicle. More importantly, fleeing from police puts innocent people at risk of being seriously injured or even killed. So, the next time you see blue lights in your rear view, be smart. Pull over. In a Red River Ram, the days of no inventory and no discount is over. Because we've got your new Ram 1500 Bighorn truck starting at $8,000 off MSRP. Brian Mitch said $8,000 off. Why does he do this? I tell him, ask me first for you to do something crazy like that. So for the largest inventory in the state, the biggest discounts around, make that beautiful drive right here to Heber Springs. Or check us out on the web at RedRiverRam.com. They're in Ram Truck Month. Bank OZK has always strived for excellence. During every economic storm, through every season of hardship, and despite every obstacle, we've reached for greater. Because we know to achieve excellence, you've got to keep pushing, keep building, keep growing, and just keep going. At Bank OZK, we're reaching for greater heights so you can be greater than you can imagine. Visit a branch or OZK.com today. Bank OZK. Greater awaits. Member FDIC. There's only one place to stop for the best in meats in Central Arkansas. It's Hogs Meat Market. Check out their monthly package deals of the best meats online at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. 18 to shoot. Brazil drives. Whoa! What a throwdown on Broden lead. Dude, what an incredible wow. athletic oh move my by gosh. Brazil. Oh, my goodness. That sports center play right there to the right. He crawled right on top of him and just dunked it on his head. He, he was at least two and a half feet above that rim. Wow. On 103.7 The Buzz. Still a Trigger Tuesday, so if you want in on the conversation, you better get in on it. 501-661-1037. In fact, we already got caller on the line. How about that? Mike, who's in Lona. What's up, Mike? What's up, Mike? I've, been of, I've been listening to some of your Trigger Tuesday guys. I can't see how you can call yourself a Razorback fan and then dog our players like they did earlier. Uh... I'm 63 years old. I've been watching the Razorbacks play since the triplets. So, that's been a few years. Uh, these guys, there's nobody in the tournament that they got to worry about being scared of. They can beat anybody that's left in this tournament. I watched UConn and St. Mary play after we won. And then that guy was talking earlier about, uh, somebody said to you that we got lucky. If we got lucky, then why was uh, Kansas a number one seed and UConn a number four seed? UConn that much better. Uh, I don't. I don't think they have to be scared of them. I think they got to go in there and play beast mode. Uh, UConn's. Uh, they like to throw it in down to their center. They like to throw it into him a lot. If he can't get a shot, he'll throw it back out and he'll shoot a three. They don't shoot a whole lot of twos. Uh, been, I've been watching the whole tournament. I watched a little bit of a bunch of them, but I've been listening to the guys talk, and I, and I hope uh, hope some of the hogs will be listening to some of this stuff and don't take it to heart. Because Nick's a Razorback, Black's a Razorback, Walsh is a Razorback, all of them are Razorback, and they didn't they didn't come just just to be a be a Razorback. They came to win it. So them are all hogs. They're all hogs. So. I'm proud of them. I hope they keep their head up, uh, keep their composure through the whole game, and play for 40 minutes. 
and we'll knock UConn off. So you put them under pressure and they'll fold, just like Kansas did. Kansas got the, their last five minutes of the game. Kansas had no legs. So they can do UConn the same way because UConn is built a lot like Kansas. All right. Well, Mike, we we love the confidence, and I hope you're right, man. I hope that uh, Arkansas takes care of business and they move on to the Elite Eight to face either Gonzaga or UCLA. I know that they'll not be done yet, but beating Kansas and beating UConn back-to-back games certainly makes you feel like there's nobody that could stop them from getting to the final four. They're, they're built to do it. They can do it. All they got to do is keep their composure. Don't lose their composure and just start throwing threes up. Go inside on UConn. I'm telling you, watch that game again. UConn locks the ball inside, and that dude, their center, he don't he don't like to take charges. He wants to try to stop you from going up. So he ain't going to stop uh, uh, Debo and them. So all they got to do is keep their composure and play basketball, play Razorback basketball, and leave the referees alone. Let the referees be the referees because they ain't going to change. All right. They keep their composure, they'll take UConn down. All right, Mike. Well, we appreciate you calling in, man. Have a good one. Mike. Mike's fired up. Mike in the confidence. Mike in the way that uh, Razorbacks are playing right now. So uh, I'm all here for it, too. By the way, since uh, we're in through the first two rounds, uh, I, I know that it's something that people just bring up all the time. How is your bracket doing? Is it actually all right? Or Duke was a uh, Final Four team, so yep. they're gone. Uh, still got three of the four remaining. Yeah, Duke... Is also one of my final four teams. And I just would have never guessed that Tennessee would beat them. But that's kind of how it goes. Uh, I do still have uh, Alabama. I still do have Texas. And I still do have uh, UCLA. That's actually who I picked in the other one. So still got those alive. But uh, those, the side of it that I absolutely trashed was, because uh, it's, it's funny, I have Bama, but all of the three teams in that region I have wrong. I have, hmm. I still have uh, Kansas State, or I had Duke, and but I still have Kansas State in the Sweet 16, but the other three were wrong. Uh, Houston, Texas were the only ones I got right in that one. And then, how funny is this, though? In the region that Arkansas is in in Vegas, I got all four teams right. So all the other ones, I trashed it. But in this one, I actually got all four right. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, this is the one I'm actually in for money. So I, I don't know. But I feel like a lot of people are probably struggling. But, yeah, that's really... Really annoying and really frustrating because Duke really screwed me over in this one there too. So well, Princeton messed up a lot of brackets, so yeah. you don't expect a 15 to beat a two to start with, but then get a win in the next game. So that messed up a lot of brackets. Yeah, because a lot of people uh, just I know everyone's kind of got their own pick, but I was surprised to see how many people had Arizona like winning it all, like winning the title. There's people that were really big on that pick, or at least making the, the championship game. So, uh, but yeah, they. Get knocked out early, and now you're sitting at uh, with Bama looking like the the favorite there too. But uh, you know Creighton, Creighton's a team that Arkansas faced earlier this year, and they got some talent, man. They got some experienced dudes on there uh, that could cause some problems there. But so yeah, my uh, my fi- I got three of the final four. That, that's I'm, I'm holding on hope to that, but I don't know. We'll see how all that plays out there too. Uh, let's see. We've had a lot of people also on our first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. Uh, from the 501 says Kansas and UConn are not built even close. UConn has Sanago and a freshman seven footer. KU did not have a big man this year. It's like Kansas light. Uh, so um, I mean, I, no, they're not. I don't think they are the same team or they're you know, built the same way or anything like that. I think UConn definitely uh, with their size advantages and the the way that they've been able to play in the inside game is where they're going to try to go. But they're also great at three point shooting too. Like they've, they've made ten threes in both games so far this year in the NCAA tournament. So, I mean... When you can play inside out, that's a, the makings of a complete team, and those are the teams that win right now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then uh, from the 870, says, uh, when you're walking down the strip in Vegas, stay away from the folks propping those cars and trying to get your attention. It won't get you arrested, but you may find yourself in a scene from The Hangover. All right, good tips. Good tips. I'm going to try to, like, not saying I'm going to avoid people, but it's just going to be one of those things where I'm not going to make eye contact just in case I, like, end up, like, losing my wallet somehow because they did some magic trick on me or something like that. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. But I will try to see who's all outside on the strip, on the sidewalk, and kind of stuff they got going on. Better pay attention at all times. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I've already told uh, the guys uh, that are going to be down there, too. I was like, I am 
I'm going down there with, uh, you know, I'm going to have a good time and everything, but I'm going to try to be as smart as possible and as aware as possible of everything going on there, too. Uh, Bowen Clinton says, uh, my trigger Tuesday, these people that never have accomplished anything or ever cared enough to push themselves to do anything, they give Devo grief for getting emotional because it's not like you won a championship. Get out of here. Yeah, well, I, I agree with that. I think a lot of people were putting positivity on that in the scene from Devo and how he was feeling after the game and the emotions he had, but... Uh, people were, a lot of people were saying that about Muss and about everybody. Like, how, why are you guys freaking out so much over a Sweet 16 appearance? It's like, man, you just uh, with what you've gone through this year and being able to beat a team like Kansas, and you got a lot of times that emotions do get the best of you there too. And then uh, let's see, keep having things to do in Vegas. This comes from eight seven zero. Definitely go see old Vegas. While we were there, we ate at the Golden Steer Steakhouse. It's an old restaurant with great food. Definitely walk the new strip and pop into the Bellagio, and you, and you can't leave Vegas without going to see the Welcome to Vegas sign. So there's lots of things to do there, too. So, okay. Good tips. Good tips. I'm just hoping that my flight gets there, because apparently it's been raining all day in Vegas today. Uh, sounds like here, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's been raining. Yeah. I, I, I guess I my mental picture of Vegas is always just going to be sunny and hot, but it's going to be sunny for the most part there, but not hot by any stretch. In fact, the weather... The last time I checked it, and I know a lot of people are going to be making the trip down there uh, later this week, but it's looking like uh, tomorrow is going to be 59 degrees high, and then 61, and 63, and that's about it as far as uh, how warm it gets. So pack, uh, pack, a little, pack a little coat, a little uh, long sleeve tee, if you will. For those of you who are going to be making the trip, it's not going to be your stereotypical Vegas trip uh, as far as the warmness to go there, too. No shorts? Over 60 degrees or close to 60? Shorts? Uh, I'm going to find a way to... I'm packing shorts. I'm going to find a way to wear shorts. I Because uh, I, I feel like... I mean, there'll be some walking around, but the most of the time, I feel like I'm just going to be staying indoors and staying around there at the New York, New York, and just walking through there, and then the arena's just across the street, so... I feel like even if I am outside, it's not going to be for very long or for doing anything too crazy or anything like that. So, yeah, I'll, I'll wear some shorts. I'll have to get – got to give me a souvenir, too. i got to find a good one. Not just like a shirt, but like something something unique, something fun that I can take back in my first trip to Vegas. I feel like that's an important thing to have there, too. But, and, I, and again, I hope that we're able to stay there for a while, stay there for the whole week, weekend, going into that uh, as well so we can uh, check out all the, the sites. Because how far, like – like the Hoover Dam is a site. Like, is that pretty far away from Vegas? Like, is no, it just a no, quick it's drive? Right, yeah, it's right there. Okay, that's what somebody thought about seeing. Somebody said go to the Grand Canyon, but I feel like that's far away from Vegas, or like a good hike from Vegas, right? Few hours. Yeah, you're gonna be in the area. Yeah. Make the trip. I got an Uber. <laughs> I don't have a rental car, so <laughs> I can always Uber down there. So, uh, Regina but, says wear a money belt. Wear a money belt. Okay, money belt. I guess I'll have to, I don't know, I guess maybe I can buy one when I get there because <laughs> I don't have time since I'm literally like having to leave straight from here at the buzz to go and uh, load up and get to the airport. So, uh, yeah, I'll get to, I'll have to do something like that. Check on my wallet every time. You know, just do all the things. Do all the things to make sure that if you're in a unique and mysterious city that you've never been in before, just take care of yourself. That's all it is. But it's going to be a good time. I can't wait and appreciate Edwards Food Giant for being the sponsor to give you the great coverage. Be sure, again, if you haven't done it already, follow us on all social media at 1037thebuzz, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, even our YouTube page, uh, where we're going to have all the great content and videos going out from our trip over there in Vegas. We will take our final commercial break. When we come back, we will close up shop with three and outs, and then we'll get you ready for Drive Time Sports. It's all next here on Out of Bounds. a century, Arkansans have come to Oaklawn to play, to bet, and to win. Now, we're coming to you. Introducing Oaklawn Sports, the new mobile betting app from Oaklawn. Bet anywhere in Arkansas. Download the app on Apple and Google Play and take advantage of first bet insurance up to $250. Oaklawn Sports, Arkansas's trusted brand. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. 
Hurry in for our best deals at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Then get away to someplace fun, like jet skiing in Key West. It's your journey. Own every mile at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, going on now. Now get 0% APR, zero payments for 90 days, and 500 bonus cash on select vehicles. Hurry to your local Hyundai dealer. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, for well-qualified buyers only. Offer ends 4323. Call 1-562-314-4603 for complete offer details. Our care is a system of doctors, nurses, counselors, and pharmacists dedicated to bringing you the highest quality of health care. But it's more than that. It's relational. It's human. It's thousands of people over a three-state footprint offering health care to all. From the country club to the homeless shelter, no one is turned away. Our care. So you can live your story. From 67167, it's Trooper Colt Chipley and his partner Dirty Larry with the Arkansas Freeway Patrol. 7 we we'll have a backup at the Gregory Street exit. 10-4, this is Trooper Shipley. We're on the scene. Well, it looks like that lady broke down trying to get to Guadney's sale. Did someone say sale? 0% interest on the 2022 Silverado is back. And Guadney Chevrolet has them in stock. Plus, no payments for three months. 2.9% APR available on Equinox. And remember, all pre-owned vehicles are good enough for mom. Here's my license, Dirty Larry. Now, I know what you're thinking. Do I feel lucky? I sure do. I'm trading for a new Silverado at 0%. Watney Chevrolet, 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Call 501-982-2102. WatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. All offers with approved credit. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Maumel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumel at their huge new showroom on Maumel Boulevard just off 430. So, you're in the market for a new outboard motor. Look no further than Arch Marine in North Little Rock. Located right off the Levy exit, Arch carries a full line of dependable Tohatsu motors ranging from 4 to 115 horsepower. All four-stroke motors. Come see us today at Arch Marine. Hardwood Institute has an important announcement. Extraterrestrials are invading and life-saving blood donors are needed to save the humans. For your good deed in helping to save humanity, you'll get a limited edition alien t-shirt, one free admission to the Museum of Discovery, and a voucher for a free buntlet from Nothing Bunt Cakes. Local patients are counting on you. Donate blood before it's too late. Visit OBI.org to make your life-saving appointment today. Bubba Carpenter joins Justin and Wes in the zone every week this baseball season, presented by Johnston's Home Center in Benton. Johnston's Home Center. If they don't have it, you probably don't need it. Make it the event that everyone wants to attend by getting your meat for tailgates, parties, or just family get-togethers at Hogs Meat Market. Hogs Meat Market. The steak people. Their time is done. It's over. Over? Did you say over? Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours and we are Boom. out of here. All right, it is time for three and out. A few headlines, a few storylines, a few things that we got to dive into and uh, a little bit of sports-related stuff going on with the whole Lamar Jackson situation. There's uh, been some talks and uh, been some reports that he's apparently telling teams that he's ready to move on from the Ravens. Now, it's come from a non-certified representative, and this is according to Pro Football Talk. Uh, but he says, that, of course, that he's able to speak with other teams. He currently isn't, but someone on his behalf has. And so it's kind of a weird situation where you're, you're hearing these reports and said another source even said that the representative telling other teams that Lamar is ready to move on from the Ravens 
uh, is an anonymous person. So I don't know really know what to make of it. But it is a report and it is people talking about it. But I guess uh, not only is the Aaron Rodgers situation ready to get signed, sealed, and delivered, but the situation with Lamar Jackson, a lot of people in the Ravens organization as well as uh, around the NFL, they're probably waiting to see exactly what happens with him too. So nothing set in stone, but if he's ready to move on from the Ravens, like this uh, quote source says, that'll be uh, definitely the story of where Lamar will end up next. Magic Johnson is part of an ownership group trying to buy the Washington Commanders. Now, he was part of uh, the same group with Josh Harris, who owns the Philadelphia 76ers and New Jersey Devils. They tried to purchase the Denver Broncos. And as we know, uh, that went into other hands with the Walton family. But now they're trying to purchase the Washington Commanders. And Magic is still part owner of the L.A. Dodgers. So he's trying to expand the profile there to get into the NFL. So apparently uh, Rick Ross, uh, according to TMZ, has a lot of upset neighbors uh, because apparently his pet buffaloes escaped and they were roaming on his lawn, on their lawn. Uh, it says that he has a few giant of the beast and uh, it almost looks like they're trying to have kids playing outside, but the neighbors were worried because their pl- young kids wanted to play outside, but instead they saw there in Fayetteville, Georgia, not Arkansas, that two buffaloes or bison have wandered onto the property and they weigh over 2,000 pounds apiece. So they were very scared. But uh, either way, as I always just wondered, the people with a lot of money like Rick Ross always have exotic animals. guess he decided to go the buffalo route. But uh, they did get found. They did get put back into place. So all was well there, too. Another number one seed goes down in women's college basketball, Indiana. Number one seed, they went down to Miami. That was a nine seed led by the Cavender Twins. We know that the Cavender Twins transferred to Miami because of NIL and the transfer portal, and they built a nice squad there in Miami. But, um, you know, unexpected simply because Miami was a nine seed, and they didn't have the success that they everybody thought going into the season. They didn't have that during the regular season, lost 12 games, but they did knock off a number one seed in Indiana. And once again, it comes on Indiana's home court. So we see a couple of the ones go down in women's basketball, now Miami is the latest to do it. I saw that there was also someone in women's basketball. i try to remember what it was, but it was, uh, Texas got beat by Louisville, I think. And then there was like a heated exchange between two of the girls there in the uh, handshake line. So I don't know what it was about. Time of the year. Yeah. People getting Competitive. Na- getting, getting nasty out there, that's for sure. Uh, we always like to do the studies, right? So we talked about yesterday the uh, most polite and impolite states in the nation. How about the happiest and not happiest countries in the world. This comes from a Gallup poll, so uh, you know that that's uh, at least got some legitimacy around it. But 137 countries, the United States is actually not the happiest country in the world. They came in at number 15. Finland is the happiest country in the world, and maybe not necessarily a surprise, but the country that became dead last as far as happiness goes, the country of Afghanistan. So uh, not only... You have Finland, number one, but Denmark's number two, then Iceland, and then you have Israel, the Netherlands, Sweden, Norway, Switzerland, Luxembourg, and New Zealand. And yes, that is five Nordic countries in the top seven. So apparently you want to live happy? Nordic countries are the places to be because they seem to be all sorts of happy over there. New England Patriots linebacker Dante Hightower, he officially announced his retirement after a nine-year career and winning three Super Bowls in that nine years. He says, I can't think of a better story than the one I wrote in New England. And he wrote this on the Players' Tribune. This is so happy. This is a happy day for me today. I'm totally at peace knowing that I gave the franchise every ounce of sweat that I had left. And he was nicknamed Mr. February by Bill Belichick because of his knack for making clutch plays in Super Bowls. Now, he's only played one of the past three seasons where he actually opted out for COVID and then he set out the entire season last season. But today, he officially announced his retirement. So, done playing football. But good career. In nine years, winning three Super Bowls. Had a really fun poll talking about leftover foods, which some people are big on leftovers, but some people are not. But these are the leftover foods that can be eaten cold. As uh, most people think about cold pizza or cold pancakes, but they have to reheat certain other things, too. But uh, according to studies, 83% of people would eat cold pizza or pizza cold afterwards. Fried chicken was also high on the list. 60% of people said they eat cold fried chicken. Quesadillas, 58%. Bacon, 
55%, pancakes 51%, burritos 48%, buffalo wings 42%, fried rice 40%, and french fries 36%. Now, I could get down with pretty much all of those. I think I could probably eat them cold or at least not find if they're cold, but the french fries part of it too, I don't think I could do that. No one likes cold potatoes, especially if they're supposed to be french fries. That's got to be something that's got to change, but either way, if you're looking at what are the best leftovers or what are the most popular leftovers to eat cold, there's your list right there. Gwyneth Paltrow is facing a civil lawsuit from 2016 from Park City, Utah, when she had a skiing crash. And there's a doctor that's involved in the lawsuit. He says that uh, Gwyneth Paltrow crashed into him while she was on a beginner-level slope with a ski instructor. And it's been several years. He's looking for 3.1 mil in damages. And Gwyneth Paltrow actually filed a countersuit in 2019 so this has been going on for a long time but it looks like it's finally going to be settled here sometime soon you know, it's pretty common if ever someone takes a single day off of work throughout the week it's always on a monday or on a friday because of the three-day weekend but apparently some studies have shown that wednesday is actually the best day of the week to take off because it breaks up your routine it turns your work week into two days work week stretches instead and your break from your team should make you feel a lot less stressed. This comes from a study uh, done at several universities, and apparently it's something that people have found to be something that actually works. So for those of you who are always saying, hey, I'll just take a have a three-day weekend, have it on a Monday or on a Friday, try it on a Wednesday. See what you think, because it actually may relieve the stress a little bit easier than just simply having a three-day weekend. Amanda Bynes has had uh, some struggles, psychiatric struggles, and now she's being held in a psych ward in LA she said that um, she was having a, a psychic a, a psychotic episode and she actually flagged down a vehicle asking for help and they eventually called 911 to get some help for her so now she is getting some help there at a psychiatric ward in LA so Taylor Swift apparently is going to have a show in Las Vegas this weekend too which is just dandy because I'm going to be surrounded by Swifties but either way she has a new sh- uh, stunt where she dives into a hole in the stage, and then it looks like she's swimming underneath on, on the other side. But it's pretty cool, but it's not actually as impressive because that's not actually happening. She's just, uh, they think that she's diving into a swimming pool, but it's actually just a, a video screen, no big deal. And I know that's with what goes on in Vegas, that's probably not going to be the craziest of things that we've ever seen. But I can guarantee you that I will not be seeing Taylor Swift in concert. And I'll be hopefully uh, looking forward to Arkansas being in concert twice because they'll be winning the Sweet 16. So, but appreciate everybody listening in to Out of Bounds today. For Joe Franklin, I am John Neighbor. Same sports show, same sports channel tomorrow afternoon. Stay tuned, folks. We got Drive Time Sports coming up next. Roger Scott here. You guys know how much I love the great outdoors. I mean, I am the naked gardener after all, and there's nothing that I love more than my very own lawn and being outside. But let's be honest, when the mosquitoes attack, it can be a real bug kill. However, a monthly mosquito barrier from my friends at Sanders Ground Essentials can keep those skeeters away, which keeps my deck party going. Call them today at 315-9395 or on the web at sandersground.com. Sanders Ground.